Okay, so we are um, seven lines down uh, by the words Amar Mar on Davches Amar Alv. So we said previously Amar Mar Yeshom Shatarobo Yeshom Shiyatarobo. My mashma. So I understand what we're saying. The suggestion is we're suggesting here that there are days and there are days. Some days are good for looking. Some days we don't look. Meaning we take into account the personal circumstance of the person who might have tzaras. Okay, now, the Gemara is bothered by this. My mashma, where do you see in these words some sort of indication that you can sort of pick and choose whether to look at the tzaras or not? So Amar Abayah, Abayah says, Imkein lichtov rachmona bayom. Could have just said um, bayom, in the day. Right? My uvayom, and on the day. Right, the, that extra line of uvayum and on the day means that I that it's in the that it's in the power of the coin to make this choice. Okay, shmamino yeshom shatarov yeshom shiyatarov from the extra uvayum the vav. Okay, yeshom shiyatarovo that shitas abaye a rava a rava argues he says no kula kra yiseru. What do you mean the whole pasuk extra? Why? Because skip the word yom altogether. Just say with the coin seeing when he sees. What do you have to say on the day he sees? Is not, day has nothing to do with it. When he sees. Okay. So my uvayom, the word bayom altogether is superfluous. So the question is seemingly Rav is right. The whole word uvayom is, uvayom is extra. Forget about, the, you know, you could have said Bayom and the Uvayom. So, Abayah says, no, no, no. If it would just say Bayom, I would not have a drasha because I used, I would need the Pasuk of Bayom to tell me a different idea. Bayom, Uvalo, Balayla. Because uh, a Kohen is only allowed to look at Nagaim in the daytime. If it's nighttime, you can't look at the Nagaim. The Rava. How does Rava know that? You're right. Rava also agrees that you're only a Kohen's only allowed to look at Nagaim during the day. Where does he know it from? Nafkale learns it. To the vision of the eyes of the Kohen. That's where we see this a principle that the Kohen must uh, see. Obviously, it's in the date. In the date. Um, so the Abaye says that's not a Raya. I use the Pascal as the Kohen sees it. Because it says Ene plural. The eyes plural. So it would have to be that where the Kohen sees out of both of his eyes. Rava Nami. Rava also. Doesn't he also need um, for that? Of course, that Russia is, is something that even Rava would need. So the Gemara says, You're right. Um, you're right. He can't be that he learns it from Mariene Kohen because he needs it to tell you that a coin that's blind in one eye is not able to look at Nagoyim. So, what does he do? How does he, where does he learn it from? It says, like a nega was appeared to me in the house. Okay? Now, what does that mean? Li. By boys, um, to me, leave the lola ori to me and not to my light. Okay, so meaning that it has to be natural light. That's how you look to see if this saras. Um, and if it's and uh, we don't use flashlights to 
shine on the wall to see if you see the tzaras, right? Or, uh, you know, some special lighting. It has to be whatever the natural light um, uh, you know, is uh, is that's how we that's how we see. So that's the basis that has to be in the day. Otherwise, you're not seeing anything. Rabbi, why didn't Abayi learn it from there? Why does Abayi have to learn it from Bayom? You may ask me if it's from there. I might think that's only by Tzaras Abayis, which is not on your body. Maybe I could use my um, own, you know, any light, a flat, shine a flashlight to see if I could look at it or whatever. Um, so that's why Kamash um, Mulan, that's why I have to tell you that also for Tzaras Aguf, you need to be natural sunlight. Okay. Which brings us to the new Mishnah. You're allowed to gather the bones of the father and mother. So just to give a little bit of a recap over here, what they used to do is they used to have a system where they would bury for a temporary period of time um, until the body decomposes. And then when, the, when it's uh, reduced to bone, they gathered the bones and they would bring it to the family plot. They had a, a crypt, basically, where the whole family, extended family would be buried. That was the system. Anyway, so um, the gathering of the, of the parents' bones to bring to their final resting, that would be um, allowed to be done on Cholomoyed because it's a joy to him. That's what Rameir saying. What's the joy? Excellent question. We'll get there, okay? Rabbi Yossi Omer, Abahula. What do you mean it's a joy? It's not a joy. It's a, it's a mourning for him, okay? Next, next point. Lo Adam Ameso. Person is not allowed to wake up um, or, you know, to, to bring up um, the, the fact that a person is in mourning. Um, nor are you allowed to eulogize before the holiday for 30 days. We'll see what the issue is. What's the line of 30 days? We'll get there, okay? So one step at a time. First things first. For a minute, we have a contradiction. Somebody who gathers the bones of his parents He's uh, in mourning all day. That day, he's basically a one day mourning. Once the day's over, the morning's over. So it's like it it wakens up a period of mourning for that day. So clearly, it is a mourning. What are you talking about? Really, it's a question. On Rameir, what do you mean? So, even if you didn't see the bones directly, it's wrapped up in, a, in, a, in, a, in sheets. Doesn't matter. What it means is this. The reason is, is that because it's, it, it, it doesn't really counter the joy of the holiday, because he, the, the joy of the holiday is what his primary focus is, and the fact that he's moving the bones is not going to detract so much from his uh, joy of the holiday, and that's sort of like an override, and it's not going to harm his general positive attitude of the holiday. Okay. That's Shittas Ramea. Next thing is Vloya Arer Al Meso. Don't waken up anything about a person whose relative has been deceased. We talked about 30 days before the holiday. So what does that actually mean? Like this particular uh, eulogize, you have to realize that this, this was actually a business, okay? People used to eulogize for money. It's like you have a, a, a wedding, you have the badchan who's paid 
Good. It's a very good. All right. You know, they'll do each other. Usually, usually that's right. They 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 go. They double. You know, they they know how to turn it on. They're good. They're professional. Yeah, the so just like a balcony at a wedding, you know, he's paid to um, entertain. So uh, by a soft a soft on a professional softan is paid to get people to cry. He knows how to you know pull the emotions. It's the same. That's what they you know like what we have nowadays. You know, people who do the speaking tours. It's the same exact thing. That's what. That's what they, they know how to pull on people's emotions, get people excited or whatever. I spend them for anybody they want. Yeah, whatever it is. You you tell them a few stories about the person, and they just know how to get the tears out there. So here's the zaftana. So you can learn a little bit inside what they would say. So the hardness of Tana be my rabbi, the Saftan in Eretz Yisrael, Amar Yifkun Imei Kol Meriri Liba, cry with him all those who are bitter of heart. So basically, it's waking up, you know, arousing the person's suffering that he's going through, and you know, and getting them emotionally charged. That's not the right thing to do on the holiday. So that's with Lo Yorah. We don't waken up any type of. Um, um, uh, right, that's also to do on the holiday because it's like waking up the their their emotions about that, and it's going to cause them to be bizarre on the holiday, which is of course not not appropriate. Now we said kodem regal shloshim thirty days. Now what's the thirty day business? So meishna shloshim what's special about thirty days? So amr of kahana, amr of yuda, amr of it's based on a story. Maisa, there was a story Badam echad of a fellow. Okay. Shekines Mos Lalos Laregal. It was before the holiday, and he got his um, and he got his money altogether to be Olaregal, to go up to uh, to Yerushalayim. He was all excited and have my money already. And what happened? and then came a eulogizer, who's professional, and uh, said, you know, I'll, uh, you you lost a relative. Oh, I'll give a nice speech. It'll be amazing. Everyone will cry, cry their eyes out. It's good stuff. Uh, but of course, it'll cost you. So what happened? Bahamad al Pesach came to his house. So his wife, who really was in the mood for a good cry, so she took the money that was set aside. For the to be all regal and gave it to the saftan. Then you know, like he came home. Not that he has to show and complain to his wife, but he wasn't. He didn't have the funds anymore to be all regal, and we can't afford to. You know, it's it's expensive. You know, well, at least the saftan got to be regal, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, right. So anyway. So, so is at that time they declared they decreed. they said for thirty days before. That's probably probably when he has his funds ready. If it's before thirty days, there's still opportunity to raise more funds. But within thirty days before the holiday, if you're going to spend the money on the saftan, you're not going to have the money. For the to be all the regal, so so that's the reason, and that's the explanation of the thirty days. Very interesting. Okay. Could you imagine what would happen if it was her relative and not his relative? Well, the, and he gave away the money. <laughs> We're not talking about that. Uh, okay. Well, she, well yeah. it's not, we don't know whose relative it was. It could be it was. It says his relative. Um. Well, she paid for it. Okay. Okay, Shmuel Shmuel says a different explanation. You want to know why the 30 days? 
Lefi, the reason is Sheena Mace Mishtakach Menalev Shloshim Yom. For 30 days, but the, you know, a good, a good speaker, okay, it's in your head, it's in your mind, and it doesn't really leave your heart for 30 days. So, my, so therefore, if you're going to have a, a good eulogy, like uh, within 30 days before the holiday, that the, the the words of the of the of the eulogizer will be in your ears, ringing in your ears <laughs> into the holiday, and you'll have those sad moments on your holiday, and that's why it's not good. My benai, what's the practical difference between these two reasons? The difference is the kaavid If you have the the free eulogizers, there's some people who just do it who are good for nothing, as my father used to call people who are willing to do it for no 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 charge. Um, he always wanted his kids to be good right. for nothing. What? So okay. worship, uh, worship. Uh, holiday is uh, about bottom line worshiping God. What? Uh, well, what? Day. A, a holiday. The holiday, of course, it's to focus the on the joy of so the holiday. holiday. So, so then worship. Having said that, uh, worshiping God is higher than remembering the dead. No, what we're trying to say is that remembering the dead is very important, but you're not, there's a time and a place. And around the holiday, you're not supposed to wake up those types of emotions because then it'll detract well, from the ability to enjoy to, the folk. To be over, to be true for the holiday. It's, you know what this is like? It's like the verse, it's like the verse in, in uh, Kahelas. There's a time. There's a right. time to cry right. and a time for joy. A time for all things in its proper time. As long as you don't mess with the holidays. Right, so that's what I'm saying. A time for the holiday. That, now's when you focus on the holiday. Don't detract the holiday by focusing on crying. That's the time okay. for that. There's set times for everything. Okay. Anyway, so that's the story. If he does it for free, what's the two sides? If, he, if he's willing to do it for free, well, it's not going to use up any of the funds, so then there's no big deal. And therefore, you could take hire such, not hire, have him, have him eulogize. Why not? But if it's Shmuel's concern, so then it gets in your mind what he's going to say, and then it's going to detract from your joy of the holiday, and that's what the issue is. All right. Brings us to the next Mishnah. Ein chofrin kochin. That's not the time to work on the family crypt to start uh, digging out those. They, they, I don't know if you know what it was like. It was like we described it in other places. It was like this cavern and there were like walls and there was like there dug walls. into the walls. There, it was a vault, right? Mm-hmm. And they would uh, dig out a, a hole in the wall and they would, that's where they put the bodies in various places. Anyway, so we don't dig that out on Cholomoy. Avom Lechanchen is a Kochen we do a little bit of uh, repair or like, uh, uh, you know, fixing it up. We'll see more about that in the Gemara. Gemara will explain what that means, mechankin, and that you can do on Cholomoid. Because it's like, I mean, like I'm opening a new house, you know, I'm... No, we're not talking about Hanukkah's Abayas. No, 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 not from that root. It's not, we're not a party. We're not making, inviting everyone in. Say, bracha, say, bracha. In our, in our family, family cemetery. No, no, that's how it is. Okay. Mechanchen is a kochen b'moed. We'll get to that. But also in Evraches b'moed, you're also allowed to make what's called an Evraches on moed. It's a, it's a pool for the launderers. We'll get to that with the... What the is, why is that okay to be done on Cholmoid? If there's a dead body in the courtyard, you're allowed to build the box that you're burying the dead in, okay, the coffin. Um, and Rebuda uh, Oser, Rebuda says, you're not allowed, 
you can't do it from scratch. You have to have the pre the, the board. pre-cut boards. You can't chop so down the tree. You can't start chopping a tree and then cutting the board. That's a big tircha. And again, we're drawing the line when something is a larger tircha, bigger bother, or a smaller bother. Again, balancing that with our needs. Okay, so one one step at a time. My kuchen, what are these kuchen? And my kvaros, and what is what is the two the two things? So I'm Rav Yuda, kuchen bechafira. One is with digging, bechvaros bebinyan, and uh, 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 kever was actually with a structure. It's not clear what they what what exactly it was, but maybe it's above the, ground. They used to right. It sounds like it was like above ground burial. <laughs> I don't know exactly how it worked, but anyway, those are the two things. A structure. How they do it? They filled it with dirt, but whatever it is, but it's a, one's above ground, one's digging uh, into the ground. So it sounds like Tanya Namiach the Bryce says so. Elayin kuchen, meleyin kvaros, kuchen bechaviro, bechvaros be binyan. It's in the structure. Okay, now Avol mechanches kuchen. We said you can't do that, but what you could do is mechanech the kuchen. What does that mean? So ketsa mechanchen amar viuda she imal yaaroch. If it was a little too long, mekatsur you can shorten it. And b'masisatana marich bo. If it needs to be lengthened or widened, okay, so we're sort of making it fit um, for the person who's going to need to be. The opening, the opening, the opening sometimes needs to be wider, it to be narrower, needs to be. So we're adjusting. We're not starting. So. It's pretty small. What? Yeah, right. But the point being is you can adjust the sizes. You can't dig it from scratch, but you can adjust the size. Modify it. To modify it. Right. That's the thing. It's less of a less of a job. Okay. Less of a tircha. Right. Not the kofi. The, the hole. It's the, 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 it's the crypt, whatever. The, or the crypt. The That's I was asking. Are we making the crypt bigger or are we making the, the coffin itself bigger? No, we're talking about the crypt. We're talking about earlier. That's next. That's next. Okay. Now, the Ein Olsen Ivrechas. What is it? Olsen Ivrechas. That's the pool for the launderers. So let's get into this. My Ivrechas. What does that mean? I'm reviewed the Zubikia. It's what we call a Bikia. Okay? And Vatanya um, Nevrechas Vabikia. How can you say it's a Bikia? It talks about two things. There's a Nevrechas and there's also a Bikia. It's where they're doing the laundry, washing clothes on, in. So, what are these two things? Which basically is there's two, um, there's two, uh, there's the primary pool, basically, which is done in the courtyard that they all the Water we you know, would would go into there, and um, and, had a li- and then there was a small one next to it, which basically caught the overflow of water. And the idea of all these things is that uh, it's a it's a minor, it's not a big tircha, and uh, it's it's there's a, there's somewhat of a need, and that's why it can be done even on cholamoid. Okay. Um, and uh, if there's a if you're building a coffin. If there's a dead body, then you're allowed to build the coffin in your courtyard. This is a source for that which the rabbis teach. You're allowed to do all the needs for the dead on Cholomoid. You're allowed to give the haircut. You're allowed to launder the garment. You're allowed to make the um, the the Aaron minisarin hamenusar Oh, provided that there's boards that are pre-cut, 
from before Yom Tov. You can't be making boards from scratch. That's a lot more, a lot bigger of a job. You can, if you need, if you only have raw wood that needs to be shaped and made into the, the boards, you can do so privately inside your house. But the point being is, is that that's the machlokas, whether you need actual cut boards in order to do it, because then it's less of a tircha, or do we allow it anyway for the needs of the dead, provided that you do it, but you should still have to only do it in a, in a hidden way. But that's way. according to Rabbi Gamliel. Right, but right. But according to Rabbi what do they do? The, bed, the dead is right they said, in the middle of them, and they're not going to bury What are they going to do? Not bury They had boards right, already. Right, they had boards, right. Boards ready, ready. Oh, it's always ready. Nowadays, what do you mean? You pick it up from Home Depot, you go pick up your no boards. It's not a big deal. Pick it off the right. shelf. Right, exactly. Yeah, even back then. But there are even back then, it was a business, <laughs> ongoing business. What? So it's, there are limitations if you happen to die during. Yes, 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 there's definitely limitations. Okay, brings us to the next Mishnah. Okay, Ain Nosim Nashim Bemoid. You're not allowed to marry on Cholamoid. Lobsulos, doesn't matter if it's a first timer, or a widow, none of them. Lob Yamin. Uh, 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 no, so, okay, a virgin or a widow, you don't even do yibum. And the reason is because it's a joy for him. Okay, we'll get to what that problem Why is that? Joy is a good thing. I'll get there. That's a Gemara. Okay. But what you are allowed to do, good news, you can take back your divorcee. Um, and on Yom Tev, on Cholamoid. Some do. Some do. Some do. Right. It happens. Okay. Right. That's the, right. A Kohen is not allowed to ever take back a divorcee, but if he's not a Kohen, um, then it's permitted, provided she didn't marry somebody else in between. Okay. Uh, provided she didn't marry somebody else in between. Can't watch the tape, right? All right. Now, the also isha tachshita, a woman is allowed to do her beauty regimen. Bemoid on cholamoid. Rebutomer, not everything that you do for beauty is permitted. Lo sasud. There was a system that you should put plaster on their face as a depilatory or whatever, and it was pretty strong. What? Lime. Lime, whatever. This is pretty scary stuff. Whatever. And because she looked disgusting in the beginning till actually the, the skin heals. Then, you know, like it caused it to peel or whatever it was, and then the new skin would look much younger. Okay, so that was the system. Okay. So, what? Why use a razor? Anyway. It's not as whatever. This is okay. Now, hahedyot tofer kedarko, a a person who's not a professional is allowed to sew as the regular way because it's not that professional. Okay, but a person who's a professional, machlif, he he does it in a less than than uh, he basically does it with a shinoi. He doesn't sew the normal regular stitches that his professional stitches are. samitos, you also can we uh, can make the beds. We'll get to what what, what each step is. And rabbiosi omer mematchin, you can tighten. The exist, you know, they used to have these beds of string, and you know, tighten it. Um, to, so all that is uh, uh, permitted on 
on Cholomoy. Now, here's the question that uh, we start off with. So what? Getting married is a joy for him. So what's so bad about that? What's the big deal? Why not? More simcha, the merry, the more the merrier. Ah, uh, so right, what's wrong? So Amar Abiyuda, Amar Shmuel, the Chayin Amar Abelazar, Amar Abosheyav, Amrila Amar Abelazar, Amar Abchanina, Lefisha Ein, Me'arvin, Simcha B'Simcha. You're not allowed to mix joy with uh, one type of joy with another type of joy. Okay, Rabba Baruf Huna Amar, a different reason. Almost the same idea. But he's not going to be busy with the joy of the holiday. He's going to only be focused on the joy of his of his of, of, of getting married. And it takes away from the joy of the simcha of the holiday. Is that basically what Rav says? How do you know you're not allowed to get married on Cholomoyed? You should rejoice on the holiday. In the holiday, it's, it's not the marriage that you should be rejoicing in. You're rejoicing in the ex- experience of the holiday. It's also the opposite. What? Getting married can be a real pain. We'll get to that. Well, one second, one second. Ula Amar, see, there's the, there's the uh, other way to look at it. Ula Amar, Mipnei HaTorach. It's, you're right, there's, we're not, there's, not, there's nothing wrong, more simcha, the merrier, even, he's not worried about Marvin simcha, but simcha, but what Ula's saying is, is that, yeah, but weddings can be, can be a lot of tircha too, and that part is, you know, there's a lot to do by a wedding, oh, yeah. and that stress, we don't want you to have on, right. on the holiday, right. okay, so that's the reasoning of Ula, Rav Yitzchak Navchamar, a different reason. The reason is, interesting idea, the reason why we have an issue with getting married on Cholmoid is because if that would be the case, everyone's going to want to push off their marriages to a convenient time. Basically, they can kill two birds with one stone. Oh. They're anyway, on the holiday, they're, they're, already, they're already shechting an animal. So now make it, we'll push off the wedding to the holiday, and then it will be everything. So what, what's going to happen? It saves money, right, exactly. So it's going to be, a, a, right, and therefore, there's, they're not going to be, they would marry, they would have had children earlier if they would be married earlier. They pushed it off to the wedding. Was, was it a custom that they but at least but the Shabbos comes every week so it's not as big a deal this you're waiting to the holiday that's a that's a that's a story so the Gemara says Meisve we have a question over here Meisve call Elu Sha'amra Surin Lisa all those scenarios that you said we're not allowed to marry on on Cholomoid, Mutar and Lisa Erev but the Erev of the, of the holiday, you would be allowed to do it. Kashi Lekulu, isn't this a, 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 um, isn't this a big question on basically all our explanations? If there's an issue on the holiday, isn't that same issue going to be if you marry on the Erev of the holiday? Oh, so now we're going to get to mm-hmm. it. So the Gemara says, um, so, Lo Kasha, Leman de Amar Mishum Simcha, the, let's say it's the question of Ma'arvin Simcha Basimcha, Iker Simcha Chad The main Simcha is the one day, <laughs> the, the day of the wedding. Wedding day. You're right, the Shevet Bachas is going to go into the holiday. That's no big deal. That's not the primary Simcha. It's not a problem of Ma'arvin Simcha Basimcha. Number one. Lemandir Mishum Tircha, if it's a question of, like Ula says, it's an issue of Tircha, 
That's Iker Tircha Chadyoma. The, the wedding's the bigger Tircha. After the wedding, Shev Brachas, not so bad. It's not, it's, uh, it's minor. Okay. For one day, he's not going to push it off. Right. If it's uh, for the era of holiday, that if you have a whole holiday to, if, in which to you make the wedding, not, you know, then you might just say, let's wait for it. But, but if it's only one day, it's not going to be a big deal. And that's the bottom line. No, the opposite. What? It's only one day, so I might as well just instead of every yontef, let me make it on yontef. No, meaning Rashi says, "Kolomar kimin sheino yachol lahaskel ela beherva regel emam tinen ad regel dilma misrami milsed lo matzi." There's only one day that's that's that I, that can potentially do the wedding. It's locked. If it, if I'm going to push it off to the holiday and I have a few days kolomoyd within which to make it. Then I'll push it off. But if I can ask the, it's only going to work out for the Erev Aregel. Oh, sure. So then I'm not going to wait for Erev Aregel. I'll do it now already. So that's why, so people don't push it off that much for the option of only a one day option. Anyway, so we're going to continue with this tomorrow. Pleasure learning to everyone.